Thank you, sir. Boy's good, isn't he? Yes, sir. I like it. I like it. I like it. I really, really do. I, I praise the Lord when you can, when you can come to church. He's there. How many of you were here this morning? Would you raise your hand? Oh, good. How many of you wasn't here this morning? How many of you wish you had been here this morning? I don't know what interest, why, but someone said to Put your blue on. You really nice. <laughs> I said, if I am, it's a shock to me. Uh, I must be getting old, though. I I get turned around direction-wise sometimes. I don't quite say get lost, but you know, just have a minute to get my bearing. I read a story not long ago where a young preacher. A young preacher was called by a funeral home and said, uh, Preacher, we've got a body coming in by freight, and we don't have any family here, or no friends, but we do want to afford him a funeral. said, Would you preach at the graveside funeral? Well, the young preacher, you know, a young preacher will preach anywhere. That's right, amen. And uh, so he said, I will. I'll be glad to preach at the grave. They gave him directions. and He got in his car and started and got lost. I mean, I don't mean turn around. I'm talking about lost. I mean lost. He drove and he drove and he drove and drove and couldn't find his way. Well, after he was in awful shape, he looked up on a hill and saw a backhoe. And he said, that's got to be it. That's just got to be it. So he took off up there on the hill for that, where that backhoe was at, and there's some fellas eating their lunch, you know. And he just jumped out where the hole was at and started preaching. I don't mean, pre- I mean, he preached. He preached, and he preached, and he preached, and he preached. Well, he finally got through, and as he started to leave, one of the fellows there at the back hole said, Well, I've been putting in septic tank for 25 years, and I ain't had nothing like that yet. <laughs> so I'm not that old yet. No, I, I, my birthday will be September the 15th. I was born in 1924. And I was born again August the 27th, 1935. That was before most of you got here. I go to churches now and come to find out I'm the oldest person there. It looks like that's the case tonight. But I'm glad at my age to be anywhere. I want you to open your Bibles tonight for a short time to uh, the book of Isaiah. The book of Isaiah, chapter 38, chapter 38, and I want to read just a little bit from the Word, and I want you to stand with me, please, while we read. 
In those days, verse 1, was Hezekiah sick unto death. And Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, came unto him and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Set thine house in order, for thou shalt die and not live. Then Hezekiah turned his face toward the wall and prayed unto the Lord and said, Remember now, O Lord, I beseech thee how I walk before thee in truth and with a perfect heart and have done that which is good in thy sight. And Hezekiah wept sore. Then came the word of the Lord to Isaiah, saying, Go and say unto Hezekiah, Thus saith the Lord, the God of David, Thy father, I have heard thy prayer, and seen thy tears. Behold, I will add unto thy days fifteen years. Our Father, look upon us now and Breathe upon us that we might be your servant and preach to these dear hearts the things that you would have them to hear and the things they need. Thank you for the good singing that was anointed by the Holy Ghost. Thank you, dear Lord, for all you've done today and the blessings you've been to us. I pray now you will look upon us and guide us as we say those things you want us to say that we might say nothing that would be displeasing to you, but only that that would be pleasing in thy sight. For Christ's sake I pray, amen and amen. You may be seated. You've got company coming. You've got company coming. Sister Lawson and I were talking before the service Surely, if the Lord Jesus has not come back for the blessed church and the bride of Christ somewhere, right now maybe, right this very minute, who knows? There may be somebody putting the finishing touches on the casket that will hold your body. There may be right now, and I'm not trying to be... Frightening, there may be a bottle of embalming fluid, a brand new bottle that's been delivered by UPS or some other freight line sitting on the shelf that will be used to for your body to be embalmed. I'm saying these things tonight to help you to realize it's high time you set your house in order. Do you see what I'm saying? It's time tonight that you realize that God one day is going to say, this is your day. Some folks would believe and have you to believe that they're never going to die. But the Bible said to the contrary. It is appointed that the man wants to die. If Jesus has not come, then surely one day your heart will stop beating. One day somewhere, soon maybe, sooner for some than others, 
the Lord Jesus is going to say, this is your day. But the thing that I want to be sure of, and I have no doubt about right now, and I want you to know, if you hear I'm dead, don't you believe it. For he that liveth and believeth in me shall never die. That blessed day on August the 27th, 1935, oh, bless his name. I still get excited about that. Some folks tonight seem like it's got old and out of date, but being saved is still new to me. I'm glad. I say, I say, I, I say I'm glad that it's as real to me today as it was that day I got on my knees. Now, someone said, why should there be any anxiety and any hurry about this time? Because time is short. Amen. Now, the thing about this that you need to think about, you don't know when. Just the other day, I believe I heard a story. There was a family of nine in an automobile accident, a crash, and all of them were stuffed out just like that. You're sitting here looking at me right now, and who knows before you get home tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm serious with you right now. Before Some of you right now are taking this far too lightly. Some of you think, well, it's way down the road somewhere. But my dear friend, the next person may dress you may be the undertaker. Hello? And some of you, now I, I'm not your judge. I'm not your judge. I'm not going to be your judge. God takes care of that. But some of you right now, and I'm not trying to forsake you, the only preparation you've made is got religion. You've joined a church somewhere. Oh, my friend, I'm going to tell you, that's not going to get it. John said ye must be born again. I'm going to keep on preaching that as long as God will let me open my lips. I'm going to tell man there must be a transforming work in the heart of man. If you're going to heaven, you must be born again. Amen. So many folks take this way too lightly. A lady called me the other day and said, my boy, said he's, he's upset about going to heaven. And I said, how old's your boy? He said, oh, he's too young to have thoughts like that. I said, how old's your boy? She said, 19. No. I said, lady, he's not too young. You better get him to somebody that can tell him how to get born again. And she said, I, I, I don't want him to get mixed up in all this religion thing. I said, I don't either. But he comes to know Jesus and not get mixed up in religion. So many of you right now have some warped idea, some sense of timing that this thing is not urgent. But for you to get ready to die is the most urgent thing you'll ever see. Amen. Time is short. Paul said, time is short. That watch on your arm that's sweeping around. One day somewhere your appointment is going to be met. And my friend, will you be ready for that day? How many of 
said right now. If God calls me right now, if my last breath is right now, if I never breathe another one, I'll wake up in heaven. But you know the saddest thing? In that brief moment, some of you could not even raise your hands. You say, what that mean? That means you don't know about that. And listen to me right now. You are a living soul. You are. You're not going to be. You are now. Amen. And if this hour comes, but I'm talking about time is short. Paul said it in 1 Corinthians 7, we're not, but this I say, time is short. I don't listen. I, I hate to close my eyes at night. I don't want to close my eyes at night until I know everything's all right. And I'm not talking about the man upstairs. I'm not talking about that kind of junk. I'm talking about my Savior. I'm talking about the one that went to Calvary for me and bled and died that I might live. Amen? Said to Hezekiah, I said, set your house in order. Why? Said, you're going to die? Not live? That's pretty, that's pretty strong stuff, isn't it? Well, you said, yeah, Brother Moon, but God give him 15 more years. You say, well, why doesn't he give me 15 more years? He may already have. And this may be the last day of it. Amen. That wife or that husband sitting by your side right now may be going to your funeral tomorrow. Amen. That grave digger may be getting ready to dig that grave. Oh, folks, time short. You better get right with God. The Bible said prepare. Some of you are not right. When I said how many are going to heaven, there were some of you, and I just glanced over the building. Couldn't raise your hand. You're not right, are you? This is scary. Amen. But, oh, I'm glad there's a song. Rolling in my soul that said, I know my Redeemer liveth. I know that. Oh, down inside of me, I know I've been to Calvary. Down inside of me, I bowed one day and said, Lord, I'm a sinner. I want to, I want you to forgive me my sins. And he did. Some of you right now don't realize how time's short. Oh, Rolling by. You might not punch the time clock tomorrow. You may not go to school tomorrow. You may not go to your job tomorrow. And if that's the case, and somebody said, did you hear so-and-so was dead? Will they say in the next breath, thank God there's a real born-again child of God. I want the news to get out on me. I've been saved. I want 
want the news to get out and out on me. That old boy's been to Calvary. <laughs> Like some of you think, say, well, I think I am. I feel like I am. I guess I am. No, it won't get it. Oh, I sung a little bit of it this morning, but can I sing a tad more of it tonight? But it's real. It's real. Oh, I know it's real. Praise God, all the doubts are settled, and I know, I know it's real. I've been to Calvary. I got on my knees. I looked up to the blessed Lord Jesus Christ, the one that died on Calvary, and repented of my ugly, vicious sins, and asked Jesus Christ to forgive all of my sins, and I'm glad to report to you it took care of it. Amen. You say, Preacher Boo, now I, I, I'm, I, I'm a Baptist. If you won't tell it, I won't. Some of the meanest folks I know of are Baptists. Lying Baptists, cussing Baptists, hell-raising Baptists. Amen. Amen. Listen, religion is not your answer. It's just not your answer. The blood. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Sing it with me. Oh, precious is that blood that makes me white as snow. No other sound I know. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Is that good? I say, I say, I say, I say, that good? Amen. I want the ladies. Oh, I like this, I like this, I like this. Just the ladies and girls, no men. I'll start you, and I want you to grab it, and I want you to sing it. There is a fountain field.
Japan kissed the cheeks. They got in the car and left. And less than 10 miles, they was all gone. I preached all three of their funerals, sitting in a row. Don't, 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 don't go out of here saying, well, I hope I am. Don't go out of here with that business I think I am. I know my Redeemer lives. I know in whom I have believed. I know I'm sure I'm not doubting about it. I've been to Calvary. Feller told me right just a while back, said, you got any life insurance? I said, I've got life insurance. Life insurance. I like that too. I did. I, I like that. I've got life insurance. Praise God. I know the one that one day took a lump of clay and breathed into it and he became a living. I know him. Amen. Amen. I know him. One day after a while. Oh, I know. I'm aware. I'm fully conscious. This old house I live in is getting weaker by the day. One day soon. I was teasing my surgeon. Put this pacemaker in. I said, Doc, it's just slightly used. <laughs> I said, take it out and set it. He said, I can't do that. I'm going to tell you something right now. This little piece of hunk of steel here is keeping this old heart mobile just a little bit. But I'm going to tell you, I know the one. I know him. I know that one, praise God, that created me, amen, in his life. And one day after a while, I'll step out of this old body and step over into a brand new life, amen. That's sure. Are you ready for it? Are you ready? I'm, see, I, I'm getting down to the nitty-gritty tonight. I'm not beating around the bush. I'm asking you if God calls you tonight, are you ready? And that's, that's, a, that's a major question, isn't it, Brother Lawson? I'm just asking you, are you ready? Don't give me a freak show. Don't give me a hope show. Look at me and say, And if you can't say that, tonight it'd be a good yes, for you to get born again. Old Nicodemus said, oh, he went to Jesus by night. And Jesus told him, you must be born again. Oh, friend, look deep down inside of you. Don't come up with some philosophy. Don't come up with some ideology. But, oh, take your heart back to a time when you... When you come before God Almighty and plead the blood of His Son and ask Him to forgive your sin. Oh, don't give me some ideology. Tell me about 
some of them, some of you may have been saved at Mama's knee, maybe in by bedside. That little Chinese doctor I tell you about this morning. I like that boy. I like him. He and I were in a room, and he said, "I was born in China." Boy, you're about to get me cracked up. But a missionary got the gospel to his family. And he got in. Amen. And he said, Preacher, he quit talking about my illness and began to talk about religion. And I, he said, There ain't much to it, Israel. And I said, There sure ain't. He said, but mine's not religion. He said, I got washed in the blood. Amen. I like it. Some of you right now, oh, I wouldn't make fun. I'm, I'm as serious as a heart attack. I don't want you to die lost. Time's short. Death is sure. And then, the, then this thought, the judgment's certain. You're not going to slip under the edge of a tent and get in. Not going to do that. He said these profound words. When I see the blood, I'll pass over you. You're going to be checked in by one thing, the blood. He said, when I see it, when I see that blood that's been applied, you can come in. But you can have religion wrote all over you from one end to the other. It won't make a bit of difference. Amen. But the only thing God's going to recognize is the blood of His Son. That's all. And if you don't have it, if you don't have that blood applied, you're lost. Let me get more. If you don't have the blood, you're going to hell. You're going to hell. Do you realize what I'm saying? If you're not saved by the blood when you die, you're going to hell. A lot of preachers won't say that, but I, I, I can't keep from it. I've got to tell you the truth. You've got to have the blood or hell. Mother, if you don't have the blood, you're going to hell. Daddy, if you've not been under the blood, you're going to hell. Daughter, son, if you've not been of the blood, you're going to hell. It's just that, sir. Let me ask you a question. Brother Lawson has a statement that I love. He talks about the infallible, inerrant word. I believe that. Amen. I believe this is the word of God. Amen. This is the old King James Word. Yes, yes, I believe it. And when it said, you've got to be born again, you've got to be born again. And if you aren't born again, hell's going to be your home when you die. 
Just think. Walk out the door. Get in your car. Turn the ignition on. Start down the road. And all of a sudden, there's a crash. And you're gone. No time to get right. You're gone. They said he died instantly. Gone. Now, friend, you may have left a good religious report, but the fact is, I'm not interested in your religious report. I'm interested where you saved. I like that word saved, don't you? I like that word saved. Are you saved? That's what I'm trying to get across to you tonight. Are you born again? You know what? When I saw how many of you right there could not raise your hand tonight, you couldn't do it. There was a multitude that did, but there was a bunch of young folks and older folks that couldn't get your hand up. That's frightening. That's frightening. You're not right with God. My old bodies give out tonight. This is twice I've preached today. It just wires out real fast. But I want to ask you, if this is the last message I ever preached to you, I want to meet you in heaven. I want to meet you in heaven. I want to meet you where the roses never fade. I want to meet you where the sun never sets. I want to meet you by the river Claire's crystal. Amen? I want to see you there. And some of you could not raise your hand. You may have all the religion in the world, but if you've not been under the blood, you're as lost as you can be. As lost as you can be. And on your way to hell. Now, a lot of folks don't like preaching that straight. But I've been here too long to start sugarcoating it up for you. I've got to tell you like it is. I've got to do that. That's what God called me to do. I've got to do that. Are you right with God? Come on, the piano, please. I'm tired. Give up. I preach what God told me to preach. I've done what God told me to do. But, Brother Lawson, I am. Now, look here. I'm trembling like a leaf. There's somebody tonight that may make a mistake and go out of here. I want you to song ready, play softly, just as I am without one plea. That's what I want you to say. Somebody here right tonight is in bad, bad shape. It's not by accident you're here. God brought you here. God brought you here. And somebody is messing around. He told his guy, said, set your house in order. There's some things that's not right over at your house. I want you to get saved tonight. God wants you to get saved. The church wants you to get saved. Every head bowed. Every eye closed. Every Christian pray. I'm worried about somebody. I'm trembling like a leaf. Somebody needs to get born again. Amen. Somebody's not right with God, and you know it. They're already coming to the And I mean, we're not joking now, are we? We're going to get out of the business now. Oh, God. Do you feel what I feel in here right now? Somebody's in bad shape. 
Somebody's in bad, bad shape. Come on, Shirley. Come on. Oh, God. 